Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Encuentro. Today is Wednesday. Let us begin with the prayer of St. Francis. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, let me show forgiveness. Where there is doubt, let me show faith. Where there is darkness, let me be a source of light. Where there is despair, let me bring hope. And when there is sadness, let me bring joy. Divine Master, grant that I may seek not so much to be consoled, but to console. Not so much to be understood, but to understand. Not so much to be loved, but to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in forgiving that we are forgiven. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Today is Wednesday, and the week is once again half over. I certainly hope that it's a great day for all of you. Our gospel reading today is taken from St. Luke, chapter 13, verses 22 to 30. Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, Will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has arisen and locked the door, then they will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. He will say to you in reply, I do not know where you are from. And you will say, But we ate and drank in your company. And you taught in our streets. And then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. And there will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves cast out. And people will come from the east and the west, and from the north and the south, and will recline a table in God's kingdom. For behold, some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. There's a story that's told of a young man who happened to be in the garden of their house, and he notices something in the branch of a tree. And what he notices is um, a cocoon, and something was coming out of it. It looked like there was a butterfly that was about to come out. And so he was enthralled by this scene that was unfolding before him. There's this butterfly that was slowly coming out and its wings were slowly coming out. And he was, as he was watching it, he noticed how difficult it was for the little creature to actually come out. It was going through so much difficulty and... Um, obviously, he thought, through so much pain. And it, this had been going on for a while, and he had been watching it. And so at one point, he thought to himself, why, why shouldn't I help him? Maybe I can help the little guy a bit. So he rushed back into the house and got a pair of scissors. And then he came back out and uh, slowly and very carefully tried to cut 
a little bit in the bottom of the cocoon there, try to enlarge the hole so that the, the little butterfly uh, could be able to come out a little more easily. And once he had finished cutting the hole, he was very careful not to harm the little creature. He noticed that the butterfly came out, but instead of flying, it fell to the ground. And it looked like a shriveled mess. And it couldn't fly. It tried to move, but it just could not. And so he was really shocked. Like, what's going on? Well, what was going on was that that little hole out of which that butterfly comes out from the cocoon really makes it difficult for it to eventually emerge. But the reason why it's difficult for it to emerge is that as it emerges, there's liquids in there that are meant to lubricate the parts of its body, the wings, the legs, and everything else in it. It distributes that liquid that lubricating liquid throughout that allows the butterfly to actually come out normally and then to fly. Without the young man realizing it, he really wasn't helping the butterfly. In fact, by making things easier for it, he was actually damaging it. And so the butterfly was unable to take flight. One of the greatest truths of life is that life is rarely what most of us would want it to be. Disappointment is part of life. Suffering is part of life. Difficulty and challenge is part of life. We're all wounded. Nobody escapes it. Not the poor, not the wealthy, not the successful, not the presentable. Life is never what we want it to be, at least not fully. There is suffering and difficulty and challenge in it. In fact, the, the Hail Holy Queen, the, the Salve Regina, that prayer that we pray at the end of the rosary, it's, it has a very fascinating line in Latin. I've always been fascinated by that line. Vale lacrimarum, the valley of tears, it calls this life. The valley of tears. As if recognizing that difficulty, challenge, suffering, and pain are really part of the structure, the weave of life itself. But we're not talking simply about difficulties and challenges here that come normally. Right? Uh, there are difficulties and challenges that we have to go through, like learning a new skill, learning a new language, learning things in class, learning things in a new job. They're not always easy. And so sometimes, just like that, Little boy, uh, we want to skip them. Not because we simply want to do away with them, but that's part of human nature, to want to skip the difficult parts, to get right away to the end, if you will. Why go through the difficulty of X number of steps when you can actually get to the bottom of things, to the end of things, uh, easily uh, and skip the intermediate steps. 
Sometimes we want to skip them altogether. We want things instantly. We want the easier route. We want a shortcut. I want it, and I want it now. Against this backdrop, Jesus reminds us in today's gospel, he says, strive to enter through the narrow gate. Don't enter through the wide, spacious, easy gate. And then you ask yourself a question, but why? Shouldn't life be easier for us? Shouldn't things be easier for us? Shouldn't God make things easier for us? But that's precisely the point. Like that little hole through which that butterfly was supposed to emerge. The challenges and difficulties of life, they're life's classroom. Even in working out, you know, we say no pain, no gain. Of course, we're talking reasonable pain here, not the kind of pain that could damage us. Do not skip the challenges of life. Do not shy away from life's toughness. There are difficulties that God allows us to experience, but they're not meant to break us. They're meant to stretch and to strengthen us because it's the only way that, like that butterfly, we can learn and be equipped with everything that we need in order for our life to become not just good, but to be great. The difficulties God allows us to experience, they're meant to stretch us, to strengthen us, and to build that man or woman that he wants us to be. And so, rather than run away from it, rather than skip the intermediate steps, we need to embrace them and recognize that they are part of the school of life. But it's also important for us to recognize that we are never alone by ourselves as we go through these difficulties and challenges. God is always with us. We are never alone by ourselves. God is always going to be there, like a teacher, ready to assist us, like a father, watching his kids as they swim the waters of life, always ready to save them in case they need them.